Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. So every single day I prayed, every single day I was grateful for everything that I had. Every single day I expressed my gratitude. Every single day I reminded myself of what were my goals, why they were my goals, and how I was going to be able to achieve it. So I really had three columns that I wrote down every single day. My goal was my number one column. My second column was, why is this my goal? And my third column was, how am I going to go about it today? What is the one thing I can do today that is going to move the needle forward in my business? And that's all of this. I love this so much. I love this so much. Yeah. And I love how you're breaking it down for us. And it's not just because I'm, I'm a big God believer as well, right? The world makes yeah. no sense to me without a creator, sustainer of the universe. I don't care about your religion, how you look at it. That there's something smarter than us. Yeah. We don't know how to make ourselves <laughs> breathe, you know? Yeah. And, and prayer is part of it. And gratitude yeah. is part of it. Yeah. And, and then tactics and strategy is also yeah. part of it. Like, yeah, three by themselves are quite enough. No, it, it, and I always, you know, I, I'm always careful when I use the word mindset or positive thinking, because people think that if you just say or repeat mantras, or if you get into like a good mindset that things are going to happen, or if you positively imagine yourself in a mansion with like 10 or 20 or $30 million in a bank account, that's going to be enough to materialize it into the real world. And in the Bible, it says, do everything you can first and then God will help you. Yeah. But it's, it, you have to take action and, and it's really a three part. Yes. You have to have your mindset, right? You have to be grateful. You have to know what you want. You have to remind yourself of what all the wealth and abundance that's available to you every single moment. You have to have that. Then you have to have that vision, that vision of that huge successful business that you are running that's making millions of dollars every single day. That's your second aspect. And then in your third aspect, you're like, all right, now let's get to work. How do I get this shit done? Sorry, how do I get this done? <laughs> you know? Yes. So I think that where a lot of people miss the boat is either 
they don't have those three elements. Either the mindset is not there because they, they get caught up in the struggles and the challenges, or they don't do the visualization. They're not clear on what they want. You have to be so clear on what you want. Or they're like, oh, well, things will take care of themselves because I'm, you know, I'm spending all morning visualizing it. So of course it's going to happen. And I'm like, no, you have to take aligned action. And it goes back a bit to the example of your client that you mentioned that his best hours were from nine to, to, to midnight, right? So I always tell people, yes, you have to work within your strengths, but you have to know what they are. And then you have to know what you want to do with them. Totally. Totally. So I want to take a teeny step back. You're doing this. You're doing all of this. Yeah. Where did that first client come from? It's my first client came from a post that I, that I put out on LinkedIn. Okay. On, on mission and vision. And she was like, well, I have a business and it's not going how I want to. And what you published makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to, and we got onto a phone call and that's where I was able to close her as a client. It wasn't just something I posted that made sense. It was now I took what I posted and now I applied it to her and how that can bring her value. Huh. And that's what, and, but that, you know, I did that on social media over LinkedIn, but that's in every single situation. It was about bringing value first. If I had said, it's going to take me an hour to write this post and then to reply to all the comments and then to reach out to the people that liked my post. Oh, I'm just not going to put the effort into it. You know, what do I get out of it? Then I wouldn't have gotten that client. Everything I did at the beginning was all about bringing value to other people. I gave free talk. I gave... And some people that knew me from, from before were like, why are you doing all this for free? Do you know how much you used to charge an hour as a lawyer? And I was <laughs> no, like, I forgot. I didn't remember that at all. I <laughs> exactly. completely forgot my previous life, hit my head, had amnesia and woke up, thought I was a coach and I worked for free. Like, this I remember. I love when people say stuff like that. Exactly. And I was like, I, now I need to show people what I could do for them on another level. I like it also because no matter where you are, when you start something new, you do start from the beginning. You do. Yeah, you do. Like I, I built my business. We are, um, we're on the fourth build each time better. Um, but wait, I don't want to talk about this. I want to go back because there's a question I keep remembering and then I'll come back here. Yeah. Where did you find those five people you reached out to every day? If you already hit all 2000 people you ever knew in your lifetime, and now yeah. you have a commitment to reach out to five new people. Cause I was like to ask questions. I think everyone's thinking, yeah. where'd you find the new five people every day? I actually became part of associations, uh, women groups uh, on LinkedIn. I found people that I had common interests with. And then I started interacting with them. I would comment on their post. I would go like articles uh, that they wrote. When I became part of associations, I would actually go to people, not to sell them anything. I wasn't like, hi, I'm a coach. How can I help you? (laughs) It was really about genuinely like, Hey, I heard, you know, you had a printing business or you had a catering business. And I really want to know, like, how did you get started? Where's your business at right now? Like, tell me about you tell me about what you do. And what people fundamentally forget is people want to be heard and understood. When you give people the opportunity to be listened to genuinely, and I really emphasize the word genuinely, Because if you ask a question and the person feels like they're going to give you an answer, but all you're doing while they're talking to you is you're thinking about what you're going to reply or how you're going to sell them up, 
people can feel it. They can feel that energy in a heartbeat, right? But if you ask a question and you stand there with compassion and empathy, and you genuinely want to understand the other, the other person's perspective and their point of view, the wealth of information they're going to give you is priceless. And when people feel heard and understood, they open up. And when they open up, this is where you get all the beautiful information. And when you feel confident with someone, when you feel you can trust the other person, you want more of that. You want more of that. And people ask me all the time, what are your sales tactics? I'm like, oh, I listen. And they're like, no, but how do you pitch? And I'm like, no, I listen. And they're like, well, there's, and then people have given me like literally legit, like protocols of how, how to sell. And I'm just like, or I can just listen. So I have it as part. So part of what, what I do and I teach, we have something that's called the pitch triangle, but yeah. like two thirds of it is the listening section. I always say, I listen first and third because I listen second also. Um, so like that is, so I teach people like 90% of your pitch is when your mouth is closed, right? Absolutely. You talk a little in the beginning, you frame the conversation yeah. and then you ask questions and you learn about the other person. Like, but when do I sell them? I said, you don't even know if you want to sell them yet. Like, of course I do. I said, no, you don't. You only want to sell them something that's going to work for them. You need to talk to them and listen to them to hear if they have a problem you can solve. Yeah. If they do, amazing. You'll tell them how. And if they don't, amazing. Maybe you'll refer them. Maybe you'll send them away. Maybe you'll just, I've had people call me and I've just like, you don't need me. This is what you're going to do. Because if I can give you the answer in five minutes on a phone call, please don't hire me. Don't hire me. I'm just going to give you the answer. And in a year or two, if you want, come back. And I've had people do that. You know, some of my best sales I've made when I wasn't selling anyone. You know, sometimes because yeah. I, like we're in between um, online programs. We, we closed one down. We're building a new one. And so I have these calls with people. I'm like, I don't have anything to sell you, but just tell me what's going on and whatever. Like for now, do this. And then when I have something ready, I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about, it's, it's all about listening, right? Like I said, like people want to be listened to. They want to be heard. Uh, they want to be understood. And when you give people that opportunity, they want more of it. They want to be around you. They want that energy that you have. They're like, okay, well, I want that too. And I, I always tell people, people are like, can anybody work with me? And I'm like, no, can anybody work with you? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, that's not fair. And I'm like, listen, if you're not coachable, if you're just looking for somebody that's either going to agree with you or be your cheerleader, I am not your person. I am a hard coach. Why? Because I worked hundred hour weeks for weeks on end. Like when you, when we were talking before in the green room and you said, you know, not being single and not being married, I got married at 34. Okay. And I met my husband at 32. Oh, wow. And that was a moment where I remember clearly I was in Switzerland. And I'm like, I'm all alone. I was literally all alone in the middle of a hotel room, surrounded by papers, doing a business deal. And I was like, I want a husband. <laughs> I want a husband. I want kids. I want a family. And I remember I prayed that night and I said to God, and I said, if you give me a husband and children, I will do the necessary to be the best wife and the best mother I can be. And six months later, a guy that I actually knew, like walked back into my life. We got engaged nine months later. We got married a year later and we're still married. <laughs> we're still married. Um, but all that to say that it's hard to work with me and you have to want to change. You have to want to change at, at the, at the basis of it all, when you hire a coach or when you hire somebody, you have to first know what you want. And then first afterwards, know what you want to change. What do you want to accomplish? And I think a lot of people, when they start a business, when they become entrepreneurs, 
they, some of them do it for the wrong reasons. Some of them do it because they want to make money. And I'm not saying money is wrong. I love money, love money, <laughs> love money. I think you could do so much with money and I think it's so great, but there has to be something else that grounds you because when you're not making money the first month and the second month and the third month, and you don't start seeing when you're going to make money and you still have to like invest in your company and invest in your training, you have to have something greater that holds you down. And that keeps you going. Now, yeah, look, exactly. So I want to, I want to change gears a tiny bit. And I want to ask you, you know, you've had this journey, you're, we're never done, right? It's mm. only ever about the journey, but yeah. you need a place of success that many people would like to yeah. at this level. Now, what's the current struggle in the business? <clears throat> current struggle for me right now is growing my team. Okay. Growing my team. And, and the reason is, is that I had to learn. I'm very hard on hard, when I say hard on myself, I'm very demanding for myself. I, I don't let myself off the hook. I don't believe in excuses, you know, D David Goggins style, you yeah. know, you, you have to extreme I ownership. If your legs are broken. There's another Just hundred miles. Take them up. Go. Tape them up and keep running. Tape them and keep running. That's what it, we're Tape them up and keep running. When I was a kid, yeah, I told my dad- if, Your lungs are collapsing. Swim a little more. See what happens. That's okay. Exactly. When I was a kid, I told my dad I wanted to become a Navy SEALs. And my dad was just like, we're Canadian. Um, <laughs> that might be difficult. Are there female navies? I don't know if they let women in, do they? I don't know. There's GI, uh, what was her name? GI Jane. What was the movie with Demi Moore? I never even got to see it, but I'm I, like, I had like the hardcore highest tier army units. I don't see women in them, but that's again, like gender bias for me. That's why, that's why I wanted to be one of them. Yes. That's my strong possibility, <laughs> but that's why I wanted to be one that I always wanted to be, I want, always wanted to push myself. And so now that I'm hiring a team, I have to learn that not everybody wants to push themselves to yeah. that extreme, right? Yeah. And so now it's about putting processes in place, understanding what I need, and then bringing people in and then allowing them to be fully themselves so I can extract the best out of them, right? Yes, and, and. Um, so when I teach hiring, we have something we call three by three hiring matrix, like specifically yeah. working with small business owners who are making their first or first few hires or first good hire. I don't have a bunch of hires. They're terrible. Um, and uh, there's three elements to it's the middle tier. Who is your person? Right. So one is yeah. skills and experience. Yeah. Maybe it's direct skills or it's transferable skills. You know, if I'm looking for a logistics coordinator, um, they might have worked as a party planner. You know, so, and I might need them to do something totally different. So I might take someone from telemarketing um, uh, for something like, um, okay, now I'm, I mixed it up. It was customers. I forget that exact one. I'm going to pass it. It's the skills and experience. Yeah. That's an easy one. The next yeah. one is personality profile. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't think about that, but looking, so you can choose to have those people who are naturally super driven or not. And there are ways yeah. to filter for them and figure out who they are before they ever work for you. And then, you know, make sure it's a match once they're there. And that's a choice because everything's a trade-off, 
right? Absolutely. Um, so that that's a piece of the hiring puzzle. And people always say to me, I love when I my favorite is when business owners making their first hire, and I'm sure you've experienced this as well. And they're like, okay, I want someone who's going to be my secretary, help with my schedule, do some of the bookkeeping and billing, want her to do a little bit of the social media, some light graphic design, also be very friendly and personable, extremely punctual and very organized. Like when you meet a, a human that can do all of that really well tell me because they're a bot okay like god don't make people like that it's just not how they come you know so and so then we start to break down personality from like okay so you want someone who's very linear and organized they're like yeah i'm like you want someone who's also very creative yeah i want someone who's also very calm and very chatty yeah have you ever met someone who's all those things they're like no like so why do you why can we just we stitch the logic part of this together (laughs) um you need three part-time people, or you need to make peace with one regular person and a couple freelancers. Like you got to make it make sense, but yeah. make those choices, breaking it down. Personality profile is a big thing. So you can choose. Yeah. You want a bunch of super driven people. You can totally do that. Yeah. It's, but what I realized for me is like working with people, I realized that fundamentally what it comes back down to, to me, what's most important is your values. And I always go back to that. If we share common values that I have for my business, and if you are, I always say blue collar in the sense that you're hardworking. Okay. Interesting. That That is a very, very important value for me. You have to be blue, blue collar. You have to be hardworking. The other one is you have to have compassion because compassion and empathy are my two core values. You have to have compassion. That's the other thing. And the third value is that you have to want to be the best version of yourself. You have to want that for yourself. Because if you come into my organization and you start working with me, I don't want you to just work with me. I want you to be the best you every single day, not for just me. I want that for you because that's, what's going to motivate you every morning to get up. Because if I'm just your boss, that's one thing we can have a great relationship and I'm your boss. But if you come in and I give you challenges or work to do, it's because I know that you can do it. And that allows you to level up every single day. So you have to have those three. So if you come in to my organization and you're more like the cutthroat type person, or, you know, you love drama, you love, you know, to gossip, you are not going to be happy with me. I don't do drama. I, I, I don't do gossip. I just, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not going to be happy with me. You might be happy someone else, but you're not going to be happy with me. And that's what, that's one of the challenges that I really had to come to grips with. And I was meeting these people and I was like, ah, why is this not working? Why is this not fitting? And it's still, it's still a constant struggle. It's still a challenge. Yeah. And it's very right? personality profile. It's all of that. I remember at one yeah. point, and, and some of this is just, it's, I love how you're saying it. It's trial and error, right? And I've done yeah. this company as well. You know, I say to my staff, I'm going to train you so well, you can leave whenever you want, get a better job, but I'm going to treat you so well, you'd never want to. And, and that is, that is my goal always. Um, but I had someone come in once and I didn't even realize this was a thing. She had a can don't attitude. What is a can? Like you've met people who are like, don't, who have like can't attitudes, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, and that would like never, like they never even passed my first screening. Uh, but this person passed my first screening and she had a can don't attitude, which is like, oh yeah, I can do that. Oh, but I, I don't want this. And I, I'm not able, I need that. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> like, this is, 
no okay it's like, like we're we can i can but then there's all these issues no so now i'm like you need a can do not a can don't attitude let's just be very clear okay we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna throw things at you we're gonna support you you're gonna ask for help you're gonna make it happen because we are yeah. all resourceful that's how yes it works. absolutely and you said something just before that was so interesting you said it, it, you know, it's a cycle of learning and failing and learning and failing. And, you know, you just repeat that cycle. And when I became a coach, I reached out to a mentor. He had sold his company to IBM for $125 million. And I, I you know, I, I seeked him out and I said, listen, we, we met here and there, you know, like, I don't know if you remember me, I'd love you to mentor me. And he was like, yes, absolutely. And I said, how do, how do you get to a point where you sell your business to IBM for $125 million? Like, how, how does it get there? He's like, oh, you just fail your way there. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's got to be a better strategy than that. And he said, no, he said, the reason I say you fail is because you tried. He said, so many people are afraid to even try because they'll look at all the negative or all that could go wrong or all the possibilities. And then they analyze, is this worth my effort? And if you look at it on paper, no, it's not worth your effort because the chances that you'll fail are so high that you shouldn't go for it. But when you're an entrepreneur, what's your other option? What's your other option? Not try? And then what? Totally. And that's what, that's what I tell people all the time. If you don't try, then what? Or if you do try and you fail, then what? Well, people are going to think, you know, people are going to think less of me. Okay, then what? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to feel bad about myself. Can you do something about feeling bad about yourself? Yeah. Okay. Then do you care that they think less of you? Uh, no. Is that going to last? Well, no. Is that going to stop you from wanting to be an entrepreneur? No. Okay. Then why aren't you doing it? They're like, oh yeah. Yeah. You like your hardball sounds like, no, get up, go. But, I said so. No. But that that's really what it boils down to when 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 people are are in the micro entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship level and they're seeing all these obstacles and they're afraid to move forward they're afraid of ridicule they're afraid of judgment they're afraid of failure it's like okay you know what let's play out the scenario perfect you try you fail you make an ass out of yourself and it's very possible and then what okay now you look like an ass so what your dreams are still there. Your goals are still there. Your ambitions are still there. Your aspirations are still there. Your reasons for wanting it are still there. So now you just keep going. Yeah. And I think that people let the fear of the unknown get the best of them. And that's why they stop. Or they're like, oh, I have to have the best new strategy. Or I have to start with what you know you are good at. Start with where you can bring value to others. Look at what problem your targeted people have and then go fix that problem for them and then go from there. But don't try to fix a problem you don't know how to fix. Yeah, that's always the best. I love when people are like, yeah, um, you know, marriage coaches who, you know, never been married and like all those kind of fun things. Um, oh my gosh, we could go, we could go forever. It's a shame that we have yes. to wrap up. We could talk so long. So tell everyone how they could find you, find out more about you, learn more from you, seek you out. 
Absolutely. So I hang out a lot on LinkedIn and Instagram, so you can find me there. And if you want access to a bunch of free resources, you can check out my website, which is EloiseGagnon.com. I post like blogs and skill set maps and all that good juicy stuff that you need to move yourself forward in entrepreneurship. I love that. I'm going to spell that for you because as an American, I would never be able to translate that to letters. Um, it's E-L-O-I-S-E-G-A-G-N-O-N.com. And I'll put that link in the show notes on the, um, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere and on our site as well. Uh, Eloise. Okay. Surprise. I didn't tell you. Um, but I like to ask my guests at the end for a quote Could be your favorite one of all time, but it doesn't have to. I'm going to put you on the spot and see what you can give us. Okay, St. Thomas of Assisi said, you are perfectly who you are in every situation. I like that. Which boils down to, (laughs) if you are a compassionate, loving person in your real life, that's also gonna resonate in your business with your clients, with the relationships that you have with others. You cannot be one person in your job and another person at home. You are perfectly yourself in every single situation. So take advantage of that. Figure out who you are, figure out what you're good at, figure out what your values are, and then take all that and bring it to the service of others. I love it. It reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, which is actually, okay, it's a, it's a little less um, uh, scriptural. Um, <laughs> Dolly Parton says, oh, "Awesome, figure <laughs> out who you are and do it on purpose. Oh, I love that. I had never heard that. That line, the first time I heard it, I love that line. Figure out who you are and do it on purpose. And I feel like this, it's almost like, you know, the 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 lower version of you are perfectly who you are in every situation. And it's almost, it's more actionable. Like the other one is like, this is what is, and now here's what you can do about it. Yeah. Figure out who you are and do it on purpose. At least this has been absolutely amazing thank you so much for joining me i love it i took notes um i love the one person i love that reaching out to five people i love the journey i love the prayer gratitude and then the tactical of the chart every day your goals your why and how are you going to go after that today and every little one of those steps and then because you're always becoming who you are and then one day you are that person and you're like oh yeah but there's now now i want to get there right um i love it I love it, guys. Thank you for listening today. We love you too. And you know, more cool stuff coming. So you want to be subscribed. You might want to leave a review and just let me know how much you love this. And you probably want to share this episode with someone. Do you know anyone who's currently employed and wants to become a coach or a guide or someone who needs, you know, a little kick in the pants, get themselves moving to what's next? Share the love. Share this episode and we will catch you next week. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?